All right, time for us to check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning. Hello, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. All right, so apparently you can tell us all about how fabulous the Uptown Mall is. <laughs> I went to high school in Nanaimo, Simi, and I thought Nanaimo was the only place that boasted about its malls as if they were tourist attractions instead of public eyesores. But I see that, uh, yeah, Saanich yes. has been named a wonderful place to go, and uh, one of its big attractions is the Uptown Mall. So, so the Uptown Mall is this vast structure at the intersection of two highways. And uh, I've been there, Simi, and I'll say that far and away the most exciting thing about the Uptown Mall is figuring out how the hell to get in there because it's surrounded by this bewildering series of traffic lights, right turn lanes, do not enter signs. And one wrong turn and you could end up in central Saanich or north Saanich or east southeast Saanich and never be heard from again. So I I really don't see the attraction, but uh, maybe people find it exciting to get in there and figure out how to get the hell out. But uh, there you go. That's Saanich for you. Uh, Here in Victoria, we just kind of, you know, still think about maybe going uh, up the peninsula to catch the ferry or go to something that is nice, like Bouchard Gardens. But uh, man, oh man, Sandwich has got this giant mall, so, you know. Got to go there. I got fun, right? Like, <laughs> like there's no big malls in your own community. Uh, so you come uh, all the way to British Columbia, and then to Vancouver Island, and then to Sandwich to go to the mall. Well, listen, I'm tempted now because I'm just checking it out on the map, and I think I've probably gone by it a bunch of times. But now that I know it's well, an actual tourist destination, I'm going to have to stop there. Give yourself an extra day, Simi, just in case you get lost getting in or getting <laughs> Out. And as I said, uh, if you find yourself in North Saanich, uh, give me a call and I'll phone you directions to get home. Oh, thank you so much for that. You're so kind. All right, let's talk about what else is going on out there today. Uh, what is going on at BC Ferries? Well, BC Ferries, <laughs> they, they kind of, things had kind of settled down over here on the island. BC Ferries, the New Democrats kind of took over and took back control of ferries, and they've been scrambling to restore staff and restore the routes as they promised to do. So, you know, uh, I guess somebody down at BC Ferries figured they didn't have any controversies. So they quietly announced that um, they were taking down the pictures of the late Queen, of course. Queen Elizabeth's gone. And they were not putting up pictures of the new king. Uh, BC Ferries has decided that uh, as a gesture of reconciliation with indigenous people and the uh, colonial aspect of the monarchy, there will be no more pictures of the royal on huh. the ferries. So Interesting. They'll, 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 and they, the press release said, we, we recognize that some people may not like this decision, but we think it's the right thing to do. Well, uh, some people, I'll say here in very tradition-minded Victoria, are fairly worked up about this. They've been bombarding the local newspaper, the Times Colonist, the letters page, uh, with letters complaining about this and saying this is the wrong thing to do and uh, the monarchy is still important uh, and this is uh, a symbolic gesture that doesn't really do anything to improve the lot of Indigenous people in Canada. So kind of worked up about it. Uh, one of the interesting institutional things about Victoria, Simi, is that even though you know newspaper letters to the editor pages are kind of old-fashioned things, the Victoria Times, Victoria, the capital, is full of people who write letters to the editor still, and the papers' pages are pretty busy with this topic. I can tell you, people really? harumphing and worked up about it. Um, having said that, 
I think fairies are going to get away with it this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they tried this back in the, in the decade of the noughts, around about 2008. They announced they were taking down the pictures of the queen because fairies was now a quasi-private corporation at arm's length from government, and the pictures weren't appropriate anymore. Now, in those days, fairies were controversial for being quasi-private, and the CEO was an American, David Hahn, and that stirred people up. And there was a big outcry, and fairies backed down. This time... Uh, the New Democrats have taken control of it. Uh, the spokesperson for fairies now, the, the head chair of the board, is Joy McPhail. Uh, they're looking for a new CEO. And my guess is uh, Victorians get kind of worked up about this, but it's an NDP town. And if the NDP government says this is the way we're going to go, I think they might get away with it. It, it isn't shaping up as the kind of outrage we had over the museum. Right. But that was a much bigger move. Uh, you know, they were closing right. the museum for eight years and spending $800 million replacing it. This is no interruption in ferry service. It just means that you're not going to see the king's picture on the wall when you get on the ferry. Also, timing is everything, right? Yeah, that's but they may have decided that, you know what, we're going to leave the picture of Queen Elizabeth up there, but perhaps gambling that getting rid of King Charles is not going to be as upsetting to people, and I don't think they're entirely wrong on that you one. No, that's a very good point, Simi, that uh, the enthusiasm for Her Late Majesty was considerable. Yes. Uh, if you were putting up pictures of William and Kate, <laughs> the public that would be different, might be right? different, but King Charles does not inspire the kind of personal warmth and outpouring, uh, however good a monarchy turns out to be. Exactly. That's a little bit different. Uh, okay, so let's also, we have to talk about this BC liberal situation. Two things. One, the name change. Also, what what is going on with Ben Stewart? Well, let's do Ben Stewart first, because this is a big problem for the Liberal Party. So this little thing happened last week. Uh, the provincial government is distributing information to the public, schools, uh, you know, medical clinics, urging pediatric vaccination. Uh, COVID hasn't left us. We've got flu, we've got this new virus, RSV, or the rampaging one. Vaccination rates among children is low, so the government's distributing information to say, here's why you need to get vaccinated. Governments do this, and heavens only knows the vaccination rates are low. So anyway, the Liberal MLA for Kelowna, Ben Stewart, uh, posts uh, on social media to uh, the public, how do you feel about your tax dollars being wasted on this stuff? Harumph, harumph, harumph. And it stays up for less than an hour because somebody in the Liberal Party has the good sense to go, who who are you talking to here other than yeah. anti-vaxxers, right? Like, who are you talking to here? And so they take it down. But But this is a problem for the B.C. Liberals, which is the sneaking suspicion that within, borne out by examples like this, that within that caucus, dinosaurs still roam the earth. And so it goes up, it comes down, but enough of our colleagues spotted it, including I see Jazz Joel, Mm -hmm. uh, that it's out there. And we know what's in it, and we say that. Uh, So against this backdrop, the Liberals are voting today and tomorrow and changing their name. And... Uh, they say uh, Kevin Falcon wants it done. He says this is being done because there's so much public confusion out there about 
the BC Liberal Party and the Federal Liberal Party not being the same party and all that. I, I mean, it, the public is so confused that they elected these guys to office for 16 years, but apparently Kevin Falcons thinks they're confused. So he's doing this name change. A sneaking suspicion in the back of the mind, Simi, that this is all really about Kevin Falcon being a federal conservative and not much liking liberals and that there are a lot of liberals who aren't liberals who feel the same way. And I think the best comment on the Ben Stewart thing uh, last week was, are there any liberals left in the Liberal Party? Well, maybe the vote will drive the rest of them out. I, I, as I yeah. said, we get the announcement on Wednesday. It is Simeone the first step, right? So the, the, the party members are voting online and they announce the vote. Interesting to see what the margin is and how many liberals actually vote. Uh, then they have a party convention has to deal with it in the new year, and then the leadership of the party decides when to act. If if all of those things pass, the name change to BC United, then the issue will be when do we actually do it? Obviously, it's going to take a big ad campaign. They have to you know a, a change brand. Changing brand is a big deal, and the timing. Um, they think they have time to do it because they don't expect that Premier David Eby will have an early election now. So uh, I get, if it happens, if the vote is a yes, then the convention is a yes, then I expect first part of next year we'll be hearing an ad campaign by the B.C. Liberals uh, saying we're no longer the B.C. Liberals, we're B.C. United. I just, I, don't, I still don't understand it. I can't quite wrap my head around it. When you've had so much success with that name, what is the point it, of changing it? It brings from people who don't like Liberals. That's it. You know, they sort of, I mean, they took over the B.C. Liberal Party, old Socreds and reformers and and people and conservatives and that. They took over the Liberal Party and they kicked around the idea right from the beginning of changing the name. And every time they did it, the the their own members and their own research said, nah, it just add to it. It'll add to confusion. It'll alienate people who vote liberal federally and B.C. Liberal provincially, of whom there are some, although I have to think those ranks are probably dwindling. And so they've they've looked at this two or three times, and they've backed away. Well, Falcon is a federal conservative, so, so much of a conservative that he endorsed Mad Max Bernier for the leadership of the federal conservative party. So, uh, yeah, he wants to do it. I guess if you voted for the guy for leader, you've got to back him up on this issue. But really... I think they risk great confusion by doing this if they go that way. But, hey, it's their name. I guess they can do whatever they want with it. Yeah, good luck to them on that one. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Simi.